Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast is supported by patrons on Patreon. To find out more or to add your support for as little as a dollar a month, visit patreon.com slash manowaker. Welcome to Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast. I'm C.B. Derogi. This week, The Big Blow-Up by Dave Alessio. He had the perfect face of a professional boy toy, but his eyes were blank and yellow. Soul System requires androids to have yellow eyes. Mr. Arbogast, he said in flat plastic tones. My name is Alexander. I want to know where I came from. He'd called the right man. John D. Arbogast, Private Investigations. Offices at, on, or around L2, Ceres, and Titan. I backtraced his solar system ident and phone number on the cloud web, cross-reffed the speed of light lag with known inhabited objects. Looks like you're on the Britannic, on your way in system to Venus, I told him. You're from the Earth, or further out. Most meat people liked a free sample of my work. AIs can go either way. Thank you for your time, Mr. Arbogast, he said. Is there someone else in your profession you would care to recommend? Translation, he was not impressed. No, I said. There are plenty of other private investigators, but none that I would care to recommend. I take it you've had someone trace your serial number? It was etched inside his left wrist. Alexander said, I have, but that's just my body. My mind is from somewhere else. I know that, Mr. Arbogast. It gives meat people the willies if an android shows emotions so they can't. But this one was getting close to sounding desperate. I know this wasn't the body I was built with. I know it, and I don't know how I know it. That was strange enough to be worth looking into. You can give an AI a case of amnesia. All it takes is a big enough magnet. But how would he know that he didn't remember? Dump me everything, Alexander, I said. I charge 600 yuan a day plus expenses. One of those expenses is Rachel Deaver, who designed half of Cloudweb before her OCD made her unemployable in corporate jobs. I squirted Alexander's AI ident to her and got on with lowering the level of bourbon in my squeeze bottle. It's an hour and a half lag from my office at Earth Luna L2 to Rachel's habitat in Titan orbit, plus however long it would take her to find out whatever she felt like finding out. I had time for liquid entertainment. Her answer came back six hours later, Arbogast, you bastard. I hate you, she started, and added a few more choice comments. I can't find a damn thing, she said. This ident is like nothing I've ever seen. I didn't like the sound of that. With people like Rachel around, there aren't many places on the cloud web that are still secret. Most of the few that are, are military. I don't like people with guns. But if Alexander was military, he had no business walking around in public. Military AIs are supposed to be scrapped with their weapons, and the Space Patrol is damn nasty about that. Maybe it's proprietary, I called back, and check the Millspec AIs just in case. Rachel's bill was going to be huge, or maybe she'd decide to do it just for laughs. Ha ha. I was just back from a hot satellite recovery when Rachel's next call caught up with me. She'd left the vid on and looked like four days of bad coffee and pepper pills. I still don't have it all, she said. But you're right. That ID was issued to the Space Patrol. It disappeared from their records about 15 years ago. I 
I couldn't tell her, but that clinched it for me. I was still with the Luna Rifles fifteen years ago. Word had gone round that the SPs had managed to lose a very smart bomb. It was the usual story. Bad apples, bad boys, and big bribes. Scuttlebutt said Cyberpole had picked up the VSB as part of a crackdown on some Moldavian revolutionaries. The Moldavians had wiped the VSB's brain. The Space Patrol wasn't admitting they'd lost anything, so they couldn't claim it for disposal, and Cyberpole's charter wouldn't let them kill it. Putting two and two together is my business. My guess was someone at Cyberpole had found a body for the AI and turned him loose to live his life. Now the meteor was in my quadrant. How do you tell an intelligent android that his purpose in life is to detonate on command? Orbital geometry between L2 and Alexander's ship still allowed real-time conversation with a manageable lag. Alexander, I told the robot, you're ex-military. That means secret. I see, he said. Thank you. That is more than I knew before. And now I know why this body feels wrong. A lot wrong. His original eyes had been a laser designator. His arms and legs, elevators and rudders. His power plant, a battery. It shows how smart a VSB is that his AI'd learned to cope. I'm cutting my bill down to expenses, I said. They were bad enough, but I can't give you a sure answer, so I haven't earned my fee. I couldn't. Courts and clients pay for facts, not guesswork. Alexander's blank yellow eyes glowed. I understand, he said. Thank you. I sent the invoice. His face remained as blank as always as he scanned it. This will consume most of my savings, he said. Rachel's report had included that tidbit. His bank account had been the first file she'd cracked. Savings might not matter anyhow. The SP's icon glowed in the air in front of me. A quick word in their ear and they'd pick him up and finish the job they should have finished 15 years ago. I'd score one with the SP's if I did. There are times when being owed a favor is useful. Did this Alexander deserve a chance? I'm sorry to hear that, I said. I can't cut it lower and stay in business. But I can do this. He'd been built to do his job no matter what. The bloodhound of AIs. He'd make one hell of an operator if I could keep him from blowing up. I said, Alexander, I need a man on Venus. Do you want the job? This has been... The Big Blow-Up Written by Dave Alessio, And first appearing in Everyday Fiction For more information about Manowaker Studios' other projects, including books and games, visit manowaker.com, which is also where you should go to learn more about the authors featured on this podcast or to get details about submitting a story. The Flash Fiction Podcast theme song is by Kevin McLeod. Manowaker Studios' director of Dice is Ben Baston. I'm C.B. Drogi. You can follow me on Twitter and Facebook at C.B.D.R.O.E.G.E. Thanks for listening.